friend. So glad you could join us. Here we like to highlight the best of humanity while offering a dose of positivity during these uncertain times. But more importantly, we want you to know whatever you're going through, whatever you're feeling, you're not alone. We're here to stand with you. I'm Chuck Rendon. And I'm Amy Malloy. And this is A World of Hopes. Well, Halloween has officially left us and we are now entering the holiday Christmas season. And I know for you, that's one of your favorite times of year, right? Yep. I am a big Christmas light, Christmas decoration, Christmas music fan, Christmas movie fan, like all of the above, Christmas treat fan. (laughs) Are you one of those people that come November 1st, it's all Christmas, or do you, like, wait a little bit? So, under normal circumstances, I am very much a all Christmas things wait until after Thanksgiving dinner has been consumed. Okay. And then after that, it's fair game. However, this year, um, the Christmas tree might have been put up on november like 4th (laughs) so yeah the christmas decorations are 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 up and out before thanksgiving this year i feel that i i feel if there was ever a year that deserved christmas early (laughs) this is the one we need that festive time we need those good uh that good old holiday cheer yeah i personally i don't have a ton of fall thanksgiving decor i feel like thanksgiving and halloween like it's like that fall harvest decor it just sort mm-hmm. of goes together it seems yeah yeah and i mean i don't know there's just something fall lights i don't know <laughs> it's not quite the same christmas lights however i don't know what it is about christmas lights that i love so much now I ha- here's an important question for you that are you multicolored fan or white light fan yes both uh-huh my tree has both <laughs> do you like switch between the two or like are we just tons of christmas lights all over the place okay so i have a tree in my room and it has both colored lights and white lights on it i guess my decoration tendencies as far as Christmas tree decor tends to be very eclectic. And um, I feel like, well, at least in my family, my mom and my sister both are from the school of coordinated Christmas trees where the Christmas ornaments are all sort of matchy matchy. Like There's a theme going on. Gotcha. There's, you know, ribbons that match the, I don't know. It's just, everything's very coordinated. Um, all of the ornaments and stuff have the same kind of look or would fall into the same category, like a, you know, country farmhouse theme or, <laughs> right, right. you know, lumber, lumberjack theme. It's all the Buffalo check and pine cones, you know, but, um, I have just a bunch of random, some very silly and odd ornaments, <laughs> a very, yeah, eclectic mishmash of stuff that makes me happy. 
most, I mean, most of the ornaments are either there's a story behind it. Um, I got it from, you know, someone and there's a joke behind it or some sort of story. Or, you know, I can tell you where I got it from and it's associated with a memory from that place and um, everything from, I, I have an ornament of a, a burrito. Tasty. <laughs> <laughs> I have a bunch of Disney, different Disney ones, obviously. I have um, sparkly sequin fish. I have a neon yellow, neon yellow or green, like a lime green neon green uh, dinosaur <laughs> that's on my christmas tree um i've got care bears and my little ponies i've got thor i've got kylo ren i, I mean i just a little bit of everything yeah yeah i've got sea turtles i've got dolphins i've got a narwhal i've got a, a, a pink flamingo i've got a a pig in an inner tube <laughs> like it's just i have i have random ornaments um and and i just love the the i don't know i just love the chaos of it all right it's a, it's a story to me yeah and so growing up my mom was a fan of the white lights my dad was a fan of the colored lights and um and i guess i'm sort of their byproduct of i like both <laughs> you just like lights yeah. I just like, I do. I just like twinkle lights. I always have. Um, and so the, the, the technique for which uh, I utilize on the Christmas tree with both lights that I think looks the best is um, I'll do colored lights throughout the whole tree like you would normally light a tree or, or actually the one tree we have is a pre-light. Um, but then you take a strand of white lights and you wrap the center of the tree with the white lights okay. and it just kind of fills in. Um, and gives the tree a little bit more glow. That's not, yeah, I was going to say that sounds like it almost give it like kind of a this like angelic glow sort of a little bit in the middle. Yeah, and it just kind of it fills in that middle part of the tree. And I don't know. I just think it looks really cool. So, anyways, that's my weird, my weird Christmas tree thing. I like that. I like that. And you know, I definitely resonate with what you said about your tree telling a story. Because for me, that that's I, dude. I have so many ornaments that that's what I, every time I look at them or you know my favorite thing is just putting them on the tree you know I, lo I love it because then all those memories like flood back you know like yeah. I have like the Scooby-Doo mystery machine because mm -hmm. when I was in high school that was my first car my grandfather gave me like his like green like van and all my friends used to call it the mystery machine so <laughs> every time I see that I, I'm just reminded you know those high school days and first car and just how exciting that was and you know and then of course i, I have a couple office ones and you know a handful of, of star wars and you know mm -hmm. i there's even some ornaments from uh you know my grandma when i was a kid like we still have and we put those on and yeah so our, our tree ornament wise it's definitely of the eclectic variety you know where we're more like yeah like kind of the ornament tells a story type deal. And then as far as lights go, dude, I, I can appreciate white, but I, I, I just, I don't know, for some reason, like I grew up with the giant, like multicolored lights. And so those the are big just, C9 light bulbs. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so those are super nostalgic for me. So it's yeah. just something about those multicolored. It just makes me feel at peace and 
that's why I, I have a miniature strand of that style light bulb on my TV at all times throughout nice. the entire year because it started out as Christmas decor. And then I was like, nope, I love these too much. They're staying. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel you on that. Yeah. It, it just, yeah, those just scream Christmas for me. It's so great. How about your tree topper? What do you, what do you have on top of your tree? Well, <laughs> so for me, like I actually had a Batman tree topper. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, but now, you know, currently like I'm at my folks place. So shockingly, my mom didn't want to do the Batman tree topper. I don't, I don't know why. <laughs> so she has her little Mickey mouse animated tree topper. So he kind of like waves at you uh, from the top of the tree. So it's, okay. it's passable. It's no Batman, but Hey, you know, Mickey Mouse, I, I can deal with it, right? Nice. How about you? What, what tops your tree? A very, it, it, I want to say nostalgic looking tree star. I don't know. It reminds me of the one that I remember as a kid. It's um, got a very vintage look to it where it's, it's, you know, the outline of the star is in the different colored lights, but then it's got the shiny metallic like tinsley yes. stuff kind of shooting behind it so that it catches the, the light you know that is uh, just like my grandparents had that's yeah, awesome yeah. yeah and that's why i love it because it just remind it reminds me of the one that that we had um when i was a kid so it's and i think i, I found it at target a couple years ago and i just like oh my gosh i have to have this tree star so now it is the tree star i i i get my way on that one so I like it. Yeah, that, yeah, that's cool. And just as you were describing that, yeah, dude, I immediately just remembered my grandparents' tree top or star, and uh, yeah, that's so many, so many uh, fond memories gathered around that tree as a kid. I mean, and that's what Christmas is all about, right? It's the the traditions and the memories and the stories and um, and ca- yeah, carrying those memories with you, and that's what makes this a special season. Yeah, no, for sure. And I, I think that's, you know, getting back to what you said about, you know, decorating early this year, I, I think, uh, you know, we're, we're already decorated here too, which is definitely early for us because we're, we're similar to you. It's usually either the weekend of Thanksgiving or, you know, shortly thereafter. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're all fully Christmased out here. And, and I have to say like, the moment that we brought out the decorations, like, dude, I could feel it. I feel, I felt it. My spirits were lifted mm-hmm. immediately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, this, this is what I needed. <laughs> I needed a little Christmas in my life. Yep. And, and I mean, that's part of what I think is really cool about this season this year is that, um, you know, so many times you'll get people who will criticize others for, doing things too soon or I don't know. I just feel, and, and you know, there might be some of that still out there, but um, I'm just choosing to ignore it, (laughs) you know? And, (laughs) and if, if we can do something as simple as bringing out the Christmas decorations a little bit early, that's going to help foster joy and, um, allow for a little escape from this insane reality that we're kind of stuck in this year, then I am all for it. You know, you, you do what you need to do to bring a little extra joy into your life. Um, I 110% 
am in your corner <laughs> backing you <laughs> on that decision. So that's so why I was like, this is not normal for me. I'm normally the one who's making fun of people for <laughs> having their Christmas decorations up too early. But I'm 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 jumping to the other camp this year. So <laughs> embracing it wholeheartedly and encouraging everybody to do what you gotta do to to be happy. So yeah, as as I have I, I got to be honest, uh, and and I'm not even ashamed about. It, to be honest, like I <laughs> am fully about that life right now. <laughs> like, give me all the Christmas music, give me all the Christmas decorations. Just please give me Christmas, <laughs> and and I'm good. So we we were kind of touched on this a little bit when we we're talking about the tree and the memories and stuff how uh, how about you do you have like a, a favorite christmas memory or anything that comes to mind oh gosh um i just remember as a kid how excited i was the christmas that santa brought me my first big girl bike you know the big two-wheel bike with the it had training wheels on it, but it was my big girl bike. Right, right. The little basket with the flowers on it, and those things, those different colored little noisemaker things on the spokes of the bike. Do you remember those? I yes, I do. And the and the flippery, what are they called? Little pom pom things coming out of the handlebars. Oh, like the streamers, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah, and the bell on the handlebar, and um, and it had the bow on the big banana seat you know like it nice (laughs) and i just remember the walking out and looking at that going oh my gosh (laughs) like just completely flipping out um that's probably one of my favorite memories and then walking into the um front yard afterwards and seeing santa's footprints in the grass. That's great. You know, because my house did not have a chimney growing up. So, you know, Santa had magic powers to come through the front door. Um, so there was, you know, little boot prints through the grass. And then um, we always left carrots out for the reindeer. And so we would see um, the ends, the, the, the chewed up ends of the <laughs> carrots in the front lawn scattered across the front lawn because that's apparently where the reindeer had their snacks, you know? So, um, I just remember thinking that was really fun. So those are probably, probably two of my initial, the first initial memories that popped into my mind, but Christmas was always a fun time. Lots of family. We always did, um, Christmas breakfast, you know, just, um, a light little breakfast and presents with my mom, my dad and my sister and I, and then, um, we spent the rest of the day visiting different family. We would usually go at least two different places um, throughout the day. So it was just lots of family and um, yeah, good food and presents and fun times with our, with our family. So lots of good memories. That's great. That's awesome. How about you? Well, I think for me, you know, and, and similar to how you brought up seeing the footprints out in the grass, uh, you know, that that was my favorite thing, too, because in our in our house, we did have a chimney and a fireplace. And I remember one morning in particular or one Christmas in particular, I got up and right outside my door, there was Santa's uh, footprints <laughs> from soot, uh, covered in soot, you know, and, and these trailed through the entire house. 
Uh, they went into the bathroom. They went all over the place. And it was just so magical for me to just follow these footprints all over the place in the morning and just imagining what Santa was doing. And just the idea that, wow, Santa apparently spent a lot of time at our house last night. And, uh, you know, as a kid, that was just, wow. You know, clearly uh, that was the epitome of Christmas that not only did I have proof that Santa was here, but the dude clearly made himself at home. <laughs> he, he was getting cozy. <laughs> he really was. So dude, that uh, to this day, man, when I think of Christmas's past, like that's one of my absolute favorites. Cause you know, it just was so memorable and it just made, you know, I mean, Christmas is already a magical time in and of itself, but you know, as a kid, like having something like that for you in front of you, you're just, it just takes it to a whole nother level, man. Yeah. And it's just something that to this day, I, I've never forgotten. It, and it just always uh, makes me smile every time. Mm, that's a great memory. Another great thing we used to do when I was younger is my grandfather actually had a friend that he worked with. Uh, his name was Warren. And this guy, if you could picture the classic like Coca-Cola Santa Claus, that was this guy. Like he looked mm. just like that. He had the legit beard. And he even had like this, it had to cost him a pretty penny because it was really nice, like Santa outfit. And so he would actually come to our holiday Christmas party every year when I was younger. And we would all as kids uh, take turns like sitting on his lap and uh, he would have this big Santa bag and he would pull out one present for each of us after we were done telling him all of the things we wanted for Christmas. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I remember one year, you know, I got really, um, kind of industrial with this and I, with my list, I actually gave him a list and I went through like all of the toy catalogs and I cut out pictures of what I wanted and I pasted them <laughs> on the list and I said, here, just in case you needed a visual, these are the things I want. And it was pretty intricate and detailed and, uh, he appreciated it and I got <laughs> a lot of what I wanted. So Kids, if there's a lesson, visuals help. <laughs> oh my goodness, that is too funny. Yeah, so but that was a great memory. You know, I I it was one of the highlights of my year every year as a kid, you know, just being able to not only have the Christmas party, it was great having all of my family, extended family and everything gathered together, but being able to have Warren there and sit on his lap and you know, just kind of bask and just the fun and joy of Christmas. Uh, that was great. And, uh, you know, as far as a gift, a memorable gift goes. So, uh, one year I was given, I believe this was like 85 ish. I was gifted a Han Solo blaster Oh no! that actually legit made the full on pew pew noise. And dude, if I did not drive my parents crazy because I was constantly blasting that <laughs> <laughs> I loved it, dude. I literally felt like I was Han Solo. You know, I remember my mom found me um, a pair of pants that kind of resembled the pants he wore in Empire Strikes Back. And dude, I was set, man. I, I was Han Solo. And there's even video of that Christmas that year. And you can just hear me, dude, like every few seconds, just that gun going <laughs> on pew, pew, pew in the background. 
It's great. Everybody loved you. Oh yeah, dude. I oh, yeah, I was everyone's favorite that year for sure. That's funny. And uh, yeah, my parents didn't quite know what they were unleashing with that gift. <laughs> but yeah, dude, I I love it. And, and to this day, dude, I you know I, I'll occasionally like go and target and see like the Star Wars blaster guns and stuff, and I'm always reminded of that. It was just such a awesome gift, and you know, it was just one of those things that just made being a kid so special. Well, you know, talking about all these wonderful Christmas memories, I'm sure there's got to be like a movie or song that uh, you just immediately makes you think of Christmas. What what do you have to take in every year? What's a tradition for you? Oh, gosh. I, I have a very long list of movies, actually, that I have to watch every Christmas. <laughs> Die Hard? <laughs> I've actually never seen the Die Hard movies. Oh, wow. Year. Oh, wow. I know. Um, the one movie um, that we, I have to watch it every year. It's, it's, a, it's not really a Christmas movie, um, but Christmas happens during the movie. Okay. Um, and so it's become a Christmas tradition, my family. Like we always have to watch it at least once. Um, it's an obscure John Wayne movie called Donovan's Reef. Wow. And, okay. um, <laughs> deep cut for me here. Nice. Yeah. It, it, I know it's, it's random, but, um, yeah, there's, a a scene where, um, there, the, the, the storyline is that it takes place on, um, one of the Hawaiian islands and, um, they're in this church and the roof is very leaky and it starts raining <laughs> while they're do- doing their Christmas, Christmas Eve service and, you know, telling the Christmas story and, oh, it's, it's just, it's a really funny moment. But, uh, for me, um, my mom's dad, my grandpa, um, was a huge John Wayne fan and, um, and he and I, every time I would go to their house, he and I, we would watch this movie a lot because out of all of the John Wayne movies that he owned, it's the one that I somehow um, came to love the most anyways. So, um, yeah, I watch it every every December at least once. That's cool. And um, and it makes me remember my grandpa. But, um, yeah, people are like, you watch that for Christmas? I'm like, yeah, they, they celebrate Christmas in the movie. I mean, that's not what it's about, obviously. There's a whole other storyline going on. Right. But um yeah, that's that's one that I definitely have to watch amongst, you know, Home Alone and Elf and the Annette Finicello Babes in Toyland, you know, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, you know, those kind of things. I have to watch those. But right. but um for some reason, um Donovan's Reef is always on my list. I have to watch it every year. So that for sure. And music, I mean, I love Christmas music. I have the hugest, biggest list, playlist of Christmas songs, but um, it cannot be Christmas until I've listened to the Motown Christmas album. <laughs> oh, okay. Huh. Nice, nice. Yeah, with like, you know, the the Jackson 5, you know, Michael Jackson and the Jackson 5 singing I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus or the Temptations um, version of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Like, it's not Christmas until I've heard those. 
Um, and then at the same token, um, the Lawrence Welk Christmas album, because a lot of the music on that record um, is the music that they would play on Main Street during Christmas time. So those those songs like yeah. um, are just positive memories of Christmas time to me, and I, I, I listen to them every year. So those are my must watch must listen to list how about you what's yours well you know mine's probably not as obscure as you know the john (laughs) wayne donovan reese but But there there are two two big ones you know and these just become like a tradition in my family you know i'm sure they're at least one of them for sure is probably tons of people's traditions but the, the first one I think that everybody takes in is it's a wonderful life. You know, that's one that my family sits down and watches every year, uh, Mm -hmm. usually the black and white version. And uh, yeah, it it just, it's a story that always resonates with me and, you know, it just makes me think Christmas, but it also is one of those films that just, it makes you sort of examine your own life. So it's kind of an interesting watch at the end of every year, essentially. And, it just kind of makes you re-examine, you know, not not only your your place in in your life, but how you know the people around you, you know, have come to depend on you, and and it makes you appreciative of what you have. I feel so. It mm-hmm. by the end of the movie, um, of course, I'm you know, not too ashamed to admit I'm a little teary eyed every time, <laughs> especially when the little bell rings, but. It's just one of those great movies. I think it's a classic for a reason. You know, it it, it hits all the beats. I mean, it's a, it's a great film. Uh, the other one, and this probably kind of ties into my music as well, but uh, I always have to watch White Christmas. Oh. Uh, it's a classic, and that always makes me uh, kind of like John Wayne with you, but that one always makes me think of like my grandparents, and because it's one mm-hmm. that we would always watch when I was a younger. And uh, it's it's one of those like throwback films, you know, like classic Hollywood era. And, you know, it's just uh, it's just fun to watch. And then, you know, it bleeds into the music, too, because anything Bing, Bing Crosby Christmas mm-hmm. is it, just that quintessential like Christmas soundtrack, you know, whether it's yeah. White Christmas or, you know, uh, Santa Claus coming to town, Joy to the World, whatever it is like those, those just classic songs. Uh it, it, it just uh, always makes me think of being a kid mm-hmm. during Christmas because that's what was on. That's what made it sound like Christmas. You know, that was the Christmas soundtrack of my youth. Uh, another album, like basically any Mannheim Steamroller Christmas album mm-hmm. too. Because Christmas morning, uh, when I would open my presents with my parents, like my dad would always throw on their uh, record or CD, you know, later <laughs> in later mm-hmm. years. And, and so, yeah, those, again, super nostalgic for me. Uh, to this day, we still have one of those playing like Christmas morning, you know, when we gather and open presents and stuff. It's just the soundtrack to the morning. Uh, so for me, yeah, anytime you throw a Mannheim Steamroller album on, Christmas has come. I think it's their version of Silent Night that I love. We we did it as a part of a a candlelight processional for one of my um, college choir Christmas choir concerts in um, when I was in college, and uh, we were in the 
some big old church down in downtown Long Beach, like that classic, you know, old church vibes up in the choir loft. And then it was just like, oh, it was so pretty. And that song came on. And that was the one time that I was like in a concert and it like started, made me start to cry. Cause I was like, it's just so pretty. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's cool. Mannheim Seawall is awesome. Good picks, good picks. Well, it's definitely a lot of great holiday memories and traditions we've discussed here. But let's say we transition a bit and bring in a little bit of hope. So, Amy, what do you have for us this week? Well, for me, one of the things that um, has helped me personally and, and just kind of been a source of, of, of joy and hope in the midst of all the crazy is um, forcing myself to get outside a little bit more. And um, my favorite time of day is sunset. I love, give me a gorgeous sunset and I'm I'm with content. you. I just love it. It's so beautiful. Um, and I also am a huge fan of a good moon rise. You've ever watched Ooh, when the I like moon it. like I rises like up all big in the sky. Yeah. It does kind of give you that like I'm on the Endor moon and <laughs> I don't know, it's those, <laughs> those weird nerdy moments that um that I have. But I have always had this fascination with the nighttime sky. I have always been fascinated with um, staring up at the sky at night and, um, you know, living in, in Southern California, we have a lot of light pollution. And so it makes it a little more difficult sometimes to, to really get a good view right. of, of the nighttime sky. But um, I've been lucky enough to have been able to, you know, travel to different places here and there. So I have been able to see just, you know, that incredible work sky where you can actually see the Milky Way and just like more stars than you could possibly comprehend. And I'm the nerd who will sit there with the Skyview app open and <laughs> try and figure out, you know, where, you know, where's Mars, where's, where's Jupiter and, and yep. find all the plant uh, planets and look up the different constellations. And, and so I just, it's, it's something that I've always been completely fascinated with. So um, during the pandemic, um, a couple of my friends are huge fans of, of all things space. And um, so we'll kind of geek out over whenever the International Space Station is flying over. And, you know, the fact that you, even here in Southern California, you can go outside and you can see it fly by you know when it's overhead right and um so my 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 hope for this week was um just the 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 recent um spacex launching um that historic flight that brought nasa astronauts back up to space for however many years it's been now and um you know there's like i said there's this this magic and mystery of outer space and I just remember being a kid and and watching the the NASA launches take place and just like how mind-blowing it was to think of what what we were doing you know we were launching people into outer space into this whole unknown yeah thing you definitely know? exciting for sure yeah 
And I feel like, you know, you and me as Star Wars nerds, like there's this whole other like element to that too. But, um, you know, just, just growing up through that era, I don't know, it just it has a different meaning, I think, um, for me anyways. And so I'm just getting to see that, that launch happen and, um, you know, that when the, the astronauts actually got to the space station and just seeing that and, and, and you know, the child his presence. <laughs> it just, it made me so happy. But, um, so yeah, there was just this great little article, um, just talking about that incredible moment, that historic moment. And, um, you know, in the, in the midst of everything that's been going on in 2020, like that's pretty dang cool, <laughs> you know, that, that we get to see that happen again. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with you, man. I, and I, I got to watch that launch too. And yeah, it, it was, awe-inspiring it, it really was and and there is there there is just something innately fascinating and curious about outer space and and just how it is infinite and just all the possibilities that exist out there and you know there's just something also very grounding about you know just thinking like how small we really are in comparison mm-hmm. to everything you know oh, it, yeah. it, it just puts things in perspective and you know, you mentioned like stargazing and one of my favorite things about driving between, you know, Idaho and California is just the drive at night, especially going through like the Nevada desert, like just mm-hmm. pulling over. And it's almost like you could touch the stars. I mean, it's yeah. just the first time I, I experienced that, like I teared up. I was just like, my God, it's it's almost overwhelming, you know, and, and you just want to get lost in it, you know? And yeah, it just takes you back to, you know, just that fascination as a kid, you know, you had when I would watch like Star Trek or Star Wars and, Mm -hmm. you know, the idea of just exploring space. It's just, yeah, it's, it is one of those things that's completely gives you hope, you know? Uh, And it's, yeah, it's, it's a great thing. Yeah. I think even the concept of the international space station, that there are these, you know, brilliant individuals from all over the world that have this thing in common and um, get to, you know, explore the frontier of space together and um, just how impactful that is to us during this time. I don't know if you really stop and think about it. It's just, it's pretty cool. So anyways, that's my little tidbit of hope. A little something to bring a little wonder and and, uh, awe back into the, the mundane routine of <laughs> of life right now but yeah gay space <laughs> i like it that is uh definitely a great piece of hope for sure i have uh something that i i think you can loosely tie this into the christmas season especially kids if you're listening um y- you'll have a reason to uh, ask for uh certain gifts even more this year i think <laughs> But uh, there's been a preprint study that's just been released out of Oxford University, and they actually discovered that during the lockdown here period, people who played video games, and it didn't matter how much, so even if you played like a little or a whole lot, it seemed to help your mental health and well-being. So essentially, uh, you know, 
video games have long gotten this bad rap that, hey, it's, you know, just toxic to your brain or, you know, some people go off that, hey, violent video games is bad for you. Uh, and I'm not here to argue the merits of that, really. But it, it, at least in terms of stimulating your mind and, you know, especially games today like Animal Crossing, other games where you actually get to interact with other players or bring your friends on to, you know, your <laughs> tribe or island, whatever yeah. have you, what have you. Your farm. <laughs> your farm. Uh, that, that does seem to spark some a like social uh social behavior especially in a time where a lot of people can't socialize in person uh but also you know it keeps your mind busy and you know they even uh, postulated that games like tetris uh which i guess is probably dated at this point but just a little (laughs) the games like that they actually even prepare you to deal with uh stressful situations better Uh, So it's kind of an interesting thing. You know, it's still sort of a preprint. So I I think it has to be uh, peer reviewed by a couple more researchers. But at least initially right now, you know, what what they're saying is it appears that video games actually can be beneficial to your mental health, especially during trying times such as uh, now. (laughs) And you're like, uh, mic drop. (laughs) Exactly. So I'm off to play more video games. Kids, if you're listening, <laughs> we will link this uh, article. So show your parents the study. Feel free to ask for all the video games. And now you have just cause <laughs> that, hey, these are actually helping your mental health. So there you go. There you go. Bringing the Christmas cheer. <laughs> Maybe not so much for the parents' wallets, but... I was going to say, parents are going to love you. (laughs) Or if you happen to be a parent who also enjoys video gaming... Well, that's true. There you go. You don't have to feel as bad about it. (laughs) Nice. So, hey, I think that's a little bit of hope. And and especially during times like this, I, I think any outlet we can find that kind of gives us a boost in mental health and, uh, helps with our anxious feelings of that can only be a good thing. So that's true. Well, I think we're coming to the end of our time together here. Things are definitely winding down, but before we go, as we always do, we would like to leave you with a recommendation, uh, just to stimulate your mind and to keep you, uh, entertained, uh, during this time. So Amy, what recommendation do you have for us this week? Well, can't believe I'm going to do this. You're going to talk about The Office. No. No, that's your job. That's your job. (laughs) That's what you do. Um, I'm going to (laughs) recommend... I'm going to recommend TikTok. Yep, it's true. Okay. (laughs) Um, But specifically... Um, to go along with with kind of our holiday theme, um, I just have to say I am a huge fan of Santa and he's on TikTok and it seriously is the cutest thing I have ever seen. So um, if you just want to smile and um, just be filled with Christmas spirit and um, see Santa's absolutely adorable cuteness on tiktok um he is santa j claus i'm gonna have to ask him what the j stands for 
But um, Joy? Santa, oh, maybe Santa J. Claus on TikTok. And he, I mean, obviously, he's super popular. He's got like millions of followers. Oh, but dude, Santa, come on. Santa's content. He is one a pretty awesome content creator out there. Let me tell you. Um, just, you know, I, I will confess to getting caught up in the TikTok scroll where I just, <laughs> you know, get on my For You page and keep scrolling. And next thing you know, hours have passed by. Uh, but scrolling yep. through Santa's content, guaranteed smile on your face. Like, it's just really fun. So that's that's awesome. <laughs> I love it. You, you got to at least check out a few of, of his videos because they're just adorable. That's great. And dude, honestly leave it to Santa. He somehow is always on the cutting edge of technology. He, he knows what's up. He's Santa. <laughs> he does. <laughs> uh, but that's great, dude. And, and what, a, what a great way to celebrate uh, the Christmas season, man. Like checking in with yeah. Santa on TikTok. Yep. There you go. Maybe he'll do at you. You just, you never know. <laughs> How about you? What's your, uh, your pick for this week? So I have two picks that I would recommend and one is pro well, they're probably both relatively well known one, I, you know, again, probably everyone takes in every year, but the first pick I will recommend is a Charlie Brown Christmas special. I, I love this thing. The, the music, the themes, Charlie Brown, the little Christmas, Charlie Brown Christmas tree. It, it just all just <laughs> comes together so perfectly and again, it's one of the, you know, we talk about music, the, the music from this Charlie Brown Christmas special, I, I hear it, dude, and it's Christmas time. Mm -hmm. Like, it, it's just, you, you can always hear it. And, and just the use of this classic music and it, it's just so great how it, how it works. The one song even says Christmas time is here. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, yes. That's awesome. Uh, but another one that I will recommend, and this is on Disney Plus. Uh, and if you haven't seen it, it, it's again, it's one of those timeless Christmas uh, films I have to take in, and that's a Mickey's Christmas Mickey's Christmas Carol. Mm, yes, so good. And of course, you know we've all seen the Christmas Carol story, but this is told with the Disney characters, and uh, it's so it's just so charming. You know, and I feel like Scrooge McDuck was made to play this role. <laughs> I mean, he's Scrooge <laughs> for for crying out loud. So yeah, mm -hmm. perfect choice there. And it's just uh, it's just heartwarming, man. And and I dare you not to tear up with Tiny Tim. And it's just such a great holiday special. And again, the music and everything it just comes together uh, so well. And just uh, having that classic tale read retold with a classic Disney with Disney characters. It just adds a bit of fun and whimsy to the, to the whole thing. And uh, it's just so great. I, I know Disney plus has a bunch of holiday specials. Now uh, they even have the Muppet Christmas Carol. So if you're a Muppet fan, mm -hmm. it's another yeah, thing. They have, have a whole section now with all their holiday stuff up. So that's pretty fun. And I haven't watched it yet, but they just released a star Wars Lego Christmas special, which I am, I saw that. Eager to catch it. <laughs> yeah. You know, Star Wars is very infamous with their Christmas holiday special. So <laughs> I'm sure uh, it'll be a, a welcome viewing from me. 
And with that, I think we've officially come to the end of the road here with our holiday special. It definitely was a lot of fun reminiscing about holiday traditions and just that good old Christmas nostalgia. It uh, definitely warms my heart every time (laughs) to talk about. But if you'd like to keep the holiday cheer going, head on over to a world of hopes com. There you can listen to past episodes of the show, as well as find information how to connect with us. We'd love to share your story in an upcoming show. So worldofhopes.com, you'll find all the information there. It's also where you will find a link to our Instagram. Uh, and we would love for you to share with us some of your holiday traditions show us your christmas tree show us a great holiday light display share with us some of your christmas traditions just uh tag us in those pictures and on our instagram hashtag a world of hopes or at awo hopes and we look forward to seeing all of the festive ways that you're celebrating this holiday season and please if you also had han solo blaster as a kid send those pictures our way because (laughs) We need to create some kind of club. The Han Solo (laughs) Blaster Club. I don't know, but patent pending. (laughs) They're going to come out of the woodwork now. (laughs) We're just going to have our Han Solo army. That's all we need. I'm just going to decorate it with Christmas lights and then we're game. (laughs) If that doesn't scream hope, I don't know what does. Only if I can bring my lightsaber. Does that count? Can I bring my lightsaber? Will you it, let me get away with that one? It counts. It, well, okay. I'll I mean, it. It, it lights up. It makes noise. Okay. Those are the two conditions to entrance. So okay. Well, there you you're go. You're good. I'm, set. I'm good. Okay. I feel better now. There we go. As long as I can be included. And with that, we want to wish you all of the love, joy, hope, and peace of this season. Happy holidays. Until next time. See you real soon. Thank you.